Modern Burglar's Strange Evolution by Anonymous from The Journal of the American Institute of Criminal Law and Criminology, Volume 13, November 1922. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Methods of criminals, like those of other craftsmen, change with the times. If the criminal of twenty-five years ago returned today to his former occupation, he would be quick to realize that he was working under new and strange conditions. The old-time burglar would find much to stump and startle him. He would discover that houses were built on a different plan, and that there were traps of all kinds to anticipate his visits. Like the business or professional man, the modern burglar, if he expects to elude capture, must keep abreast of the times. He has had painful experiences with burglar alarms and other burglar-catching devices. These experiences have made him canny, and when he starts to work with his tools in his pocket, he makes a fervent prayer that the cops will not get him. Ordinarily, he has no desire to emulate those bold, bad burglars of the past, who delighted to break into a flat when its occupants were peacefully asleep, make off successfully with the family jewels and heirlooms, and then join their cronies in a friendly saloon where, over their glasses, they would discuss the big adventure. It used to be the accepted thing for these burglars of the older and bolder type to work exclusively at night. In those days, a burglar who would get on the job before the midnight hour was either a novice at the game or a fellow who was rapidly losing his sanity. No self-respecting cracksman would so far forget himself as to tackle a job before the prescribed, ordained witching hour. If he were a regular burglar, it was equally important that he should hie himself home to bed long before the first pale flush of dawn should streak the horizon. Just when burglars began to change all this is not definitely known. Unfortunately, police historians have neglected to chronicle the time when these well-intentioned housebreakers threw form and etiquette and the clock to the four winds, and, upsetting a cherished tradition, went to work when and where they pleased. The change, nevertheless, radical and revolutionary, took place. It began with the published chronicles and adventures of certain dinner burglars, so-called because they burglarized, while their unsuspecting victims were gathered about the dinner table at the evening meal. The first accounts of this new and heretofore unknown type of burglar caused everywhere a profound sensation. Everybody was hoping and praying that the police would apprehend the bold fellow, and everybody, including the police, were speculating on what manner of criminal he could be. The regular members, however, of the housebreaking fraternity paid scant attention to the excitement the new type had provoked, but quietly pursued their old method of robbing places in the wee small hours. It was not strange that dinner burglars should spring up in all sections of the country. The old cracksmen refused to become interested. They merely sneered, shrugged their shoulders, and predicted that the craze would shortly die out. At first, dinner burglars had sprung up slowly by dozens. Later, they appeared by the hundreds and became eventually so common that they ceased to cause the faintest ripple when criminal affairs were being discussed. They were succeeded by a gentleman burglar, who caused as profound a sensation as the first dinner burglar. Victims who had caught a glimpse of him described him as tall, handsome, athletic, and exquisitely groomed. He appeared at times in different dress. He had been seen in evening clothes, silk hat and opera cloak, a cane in one hand and a pair of white gloves in the other. He was as bold as he was well-dressed and handsome. Retiring and bashful ladies had encountered him in their boudoirs unexpectedly. 
At such times he would grab a handful of rings and trinkets from a dresser and with panther-like agility disappear through window or door. He had been seen scaling the sides of a building like a monkey or jumping like a squirrel from one roof to another. He was always too quick for his pursuers. On more than one occasion, when the police believed they had him trapped, he managed to elude them. They finally caught him after a long pursuit. He turned out to be the black sheep of an old family. When they searched his abode, they found that his wardrobe had not been exaggerated. He had half a dozen trunks filled with the most approved creations of the tailor's art. Although his career was cut short, he had enjoyed considerable notoriety, and it was not strange that, like his predecessor, the dinner burglar, he should be followed by a veritable epidemic of gentlemen burglars. None of his successors, however, equaled him in good looks or elegance. There were plenty of them, but somehow none of them ever achieved his distinction. Many of them had no just claim to the title of gentleman, and it was a mystery how some of them ever came by it. If this fellow is a gentleman burglar, cried a detective on locking up such a thief who had aspired to the title, then God save the name gentleman. Look at this fellow. He's wearing a dinner coat, a fancy flowered vest, and a pair of scotch plaid trousers. He carries a cane and twirls his waxed mustache. When I searched him, he was as clean as a whistle. His clothes were made a good many years ago, and he picked up most of them in different flats he robbed. He says he's hungry, and I believe him. These were followed by other freak types, such as the phantom burglar, so-called because he flitted here and there like a ghost, and eluded many police traps, and the luncheon burglar, who instead of appearing at the dinner hour, appeared at the hour for the midday meal, the humorous burglar, who liked to stuff the clothing of his victims in out-of-the-way places behind radiators, on fire escapes, and in vases, and the soft-hearted burglar, who, after listening to a sad tale from his victim, returned to the fruits of his theft and departed weeping. They've all appeared and had their day. Although the old-type burglar is not altogether extinct, he's very much on the rocks at present. His successor is, for the most part, a craven fellow who prefers to rob a flat or a house when it is vacant. He usually satisfies himself that no one is at home before he ventures to jimmy his way inside. He has no regular hours of work, but as a rule he prefers to do his thieving in the daytime rather than at night. At the first sign of danger, he runs for cover. Although he is a coward at heart, he is dangerous like a rat when cornered and will fight back. If he believes his life is at stake or he is in danger of arrest, he sometimes will not hesitate to shoot to kill. End of Modern Burglar's Strange Evolution by Anonymous Read by Colleen McMahon